this is Dylan Bertrand and Taylor Pollard telling you the story of Ted Bundy and his victims. Ted Bundy was born on November 24, 1946, and he was a 1970s serial murderer, rapist, and necrophiliac. Ted Bundy was born in Burlington, Vermont. He was raised by his mom, Louise Cowell. Ted Bundy's father was also not involved in Ted's birth, so he was not named. In biographies, it showed that Ted had all behaviors at an early age. Other than being well-liked, attractive, and well-educated, his bad childhood led his behaviors as an adult, for example, petty theft. Because of Ted's unstable childhood, it led him to be confident, which continued into him killing innocent young women. I can relate on how Ted felt as a child because my childhood was not the best either. But just because your childhood is not the best doesn't mean your first instinct is to kill young, innocent women. Nothing should be blamed for your actions. Here's an audio clip explaining Ted Bundy's childhood. stigma against children of unwed parents, Bundy was raised thinking that his maternal grandparents were his parents and his birth mother was his sister, and didn't learn otherwise until 1969 when he was 23. His grandfather was an alcoholic and beat his wife and the family dog. As a result of such a rageful father figure, Bundy developed violent and disturbing actions and had a fascination with knives at a young age. When Ted was six, his mother moved him to Tacoma, Washington in search for a better life. And for the next 20 years of her son's life, she thought she had succeeded. The young woman Ted were killing were people that resembled his old girlfriend, Stephanie Brooks, the woman who first broke Ted's heart. I can relate on how Ted feels because I know what it is like to get your heart broken, but that does not mean you need to get revenge on them or anyone else. We aren't 100% sure when Ted started his murder spree, but it was sometime in the 1970s. The year Ted Bundy moved to Utah for law school in 1974, several women went missing in Idaho and Utah. Later, many of them were found with signs of rape, marks from being beaten and strangled. The next audio clip is of a woman who escaped Ted Bundy. It is a voice you've never heard. Did you feel like you might die? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And film you've never seen. One of America's most notorious serial killers. Ted Bundy was a charming man. He wasn't a charming man. That was a facade. Stalking his next victims at a Lake Sammamish picnic. He's not what people imagine, you know, a sexual predator, serial killer looks like. And a woman who says she's finally ready to talk about her terrifying ride with a man named Ted. When he said, don't even go there. You're never getting out of here. I knew that that was that was my life flashing in front of me. It has been 46 years since Otria Critsonis last journeyed down this stretch of road. It sure has changed a lot with all the new buildings. But the memories of a snowy Seattle day in 1972 are clear and haunting. He was dressed real nice and, you know, his hair was kind of wavy and he had dark eyes. 
handsome looking. It was in this area. This this has all been changed, but it was right here. So Tria was 22 and says she had waited nearly an hour for a city bus to take her to classes in Renton. Car pulled up to the curb, rolled down the window and said, hello, young lady. Are you waiting for the bus? And he goes, well, you know, I've come down Rainer Avenue, and that's a long ways, and there's not a bus in sight. Would you like a ride? In the 70s, in relatively safe Seattle, the handsome young man seemed more friendly than foreboding. So you hopped in his car, not thinking it was going to be a problem at all? No, I thought how ha happy I am now. I'm in a warm car, and I get to get to where I'm going. As the Volkswagen bug took off down Rainier Avenue South, Sotria said it quickly became clear. This would be no ordinary ride, and this was no good Samaritan. It was always the same pattern for Ted Bundy. He would go acting injured, luring young women in, beating her with a weapon, raping her, then killing her. He was able to get women to talk to him by the advantages of his good looks, and if his good looks didn't work, he'd pretend to be a police officer or a firefighter to get women to talk to him. To show women that he was injured, he would use a plaster cast, sling, or crutches. In 1975, he was linked to the kidnapping of Carol Deranche. She was an 18-year-old that lived in Utah. Afterward, Ted was pulled over by an actual police officer, and in his car they had found a crowbar, a face mask, a rope, and handcuffs. At this point, Ted's story, Colofer, who was still involved with Ted, contacted the police and said, Ted may be responsible for the murders throughout the state. He was then convicted and sent to jail for 15 years. It was then when Ted started plotting his plan to escape. It was perfect to try to escape while being transferred to Aspen, but was found eight days later. Despite what his friends, family, and lawyers were saying to him, he tried once again to escape and was more successful this time than last. He escaped by climbing through a crawl space found in his jail cell, broke through a hole in the ceiling, changed into street clothes found in the jailkeeper's closet, stole a cart, and made his way to Tallahassee, Florida. Later, the decision was made to execute Ted Bundy on January 24th, 1989. He was executed in Florida's electric chair. After the execution of Ted Bundy, the young woman who could have possibly been a target to Ted no longer had to worry. Now we know the states Ted Bundy was in and committed murders in are now a little more protected after his execution. Last few weeks, a renewed controversy has raged across this nation over the role pornography plays in our society, particularly hardcore, violent pornography, and it's linked to violent sexual behavior. It's become a firestorm in the media following the execution of convicted serial killer Ted Bundy in the Florida State Prison. In an exclusive interview just hours before his death, Bundy told how pornography fueled and crystallized his own homicidal sexual fantasies. 
Bundy was interviewed by psychologist and author Dr. James Dobson, who was president of the California-based Focus on the Family. That dramatic footage has become the focus of the debate and constitutes the last formal statement of a condemned murderer.